1: So the battle goes on for those seeking justice following a humidifier disinfectant scandal that stretches back several years. More than 140 deaths are blamed on the use of these products, which seem to have been particularly targeted at the Korean market, where our winters are notoriously long and dry. Victims... And uh, Civic Group, supporting those who'd already passed away, filed a complaint against uh, a total of 256 sales representatives last week. Uh, Also, it's worth noting that a special investigation team was launched in January. Victims have filed lawsuits against executives and staff from 19 different companies. You know, as they stretch across the manufacturers and the distributors, one particularly has been highlighted Uh, And it's a slightly complex case because it was Oxy here locally that merged with the British company Reckitt Benckiser back in the early 2000s, just when this scandal was emerging. Let's bring in Professor Thomas Gassett at the Harvard School of Public Health and the Department of Environmental Health. Good morning to you from Seoul. Uh, Good morning, Alex. Thanks for joining us. I I mean, tragically, pregnant women young children appear to have been particularly vulnerable among those cases that have been highlighted. But why has it been so challenging to pin down responsibility?
0: Uh, Well, uh, it's multifactorial. The uh, the major problem uh, with many of these chemicals that are marketed for consumer products, including such things as disinfectants, uh, are not well-regulated or often not regulated at all, depending upon which country. Uh, And uh, what we do know in general in toxicology is that there are certain groups that are more vulnerable than, say, for example, healthy workers. And those include uh, women who are pregnant, uh, their fetuses, and also young children. But you can include among vulnerable groups uh, the elderly, and others who might be otherwise immune compromised. Mm. Even in pregnancy, the immune system is somewhat compromised to allow the fetus to live inside the womb and not be rejected.
1: Now, I mean, there's so many different angles to look at here, but you visited Seoul in the middle of last year and you took part in a press conference on this issue. Uh, what, What did you discover while you were here? And was there anything particularly that shocked you?
0: Well, I was uh, shocked by the epidemic itself. Uh, I had never seen anything like this before uh, uh, for many years. And uh, what I learned was really from my Korean colleagues, some of the, the non-governmental uh, organizations who have pressured uh, for better uh, explanations, and then of course uh, my medical and toxicologic uh, colleagues who conducted quite a thorough, I think, uh, evidence-based objective uh, investigation. Um, several of these studies, uh, the public there may be somewhat aware of. Um, and they they uncovered uh, very uh, significant findings in terms of uh, uh, destruction at the cellular level in various organ systems, including the, the deep reaches of the human lung, uh, and also in uh, immune system glands, such as the thymus, as well as in the cardiovascular tissues, such as the heart of the developing uh, um, uh, fetus. Some animal studies were done in mice and in uh, zebrafish zebrafish embryos, showing early death, severe accumulation of fibrous collagen, uh, fibrosis, Uh, as well as uh, reactive oxygen species. We call these free radicals, and when these are generated in tissues, they're highly toxic, not only to cells, but to the DNA uh, within the cells that cause the cells to function properly and not die early.
1: I mean, the chemicals that we're talking about, they have names like PHMG and and PGH. Can you tell us a little bit more about how they managed to get into these products
0: well i think that even though i i can tell you alex i did a pretty extensive uh, toxicologic uh, literature search uh, including the medical literature and virtually nothing has been published until this epidemic has occurred on these specific chemicals phmg commercially known as uh, cephu pgh commercially known as oxy Uh, And there were actually two other chemicals that were identified by Professor Dunyong Peck, who led the most thorough uh, published study to date, just recently published in December 2015. These chemicals basically do not appear in the published medical and toxicologic literature, including the National Library of Medicine of the United States, which has the largest database uh, on something called ToxNet. Anybody can look up online. Mm. Um, If you look for material safety data sheets, such as or substance data sheets, uh, uh, or safety, I should say, safety data sheets, you look up these databases uh, globally, and there are many of them, you cannot find uh, these uh, two substances that you named, PHMG or PGH, even if you search by their chemical abstract. Uh, substance
1: numbers yes one yeah, yeah, number. one of the companies the only,
0: the only literature you can find that i can find is what's been published by our Korean colleagues since uh, two thousand fourteen
1: uh, what one of the companies um sifu uh, which uh comes out of denmark um we we understand um but anyway was I've got in front of me what looks like a press release from 2011. Uh, It's got this information. It says humidifier humidifiers made of non-toxic and non-alcoholic premium disinfectant with PGH ingredient which is used widely in eco-friendly European countries such as Denmark. It has a strong sterilizing effect for general bacteria uh, and then goes on to say isn't harmful for human and environment. So, uh, I'm directly quoting there, including the grammatical errors. But uh, th- that that sounds reassuring. Uh, obviously, it didn't prove to be the case. Was this
0: uh, to me, I- Alex? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Finish.
1: No. what I was just going to say: is that irresponsibility, ignorance, or, or deliberate manipulation?
0: It's deliberate deception. And the reason uh, I say that is: first of all, we have a huge body of evidence including dead bodies, uh, to demonstrate that, th- that it was deceptive. Um, the common sense way to look at this in terms of marketing for your uh, listeners uh, in the general public that if something is marketed as a sterilizer or a biocide, you have to know that the, the manufacturers have done some studies to see if they are effective at killing cells or damaging DNA, uh, destroying the, um, the, the regular function of an organism. Uh, so if they're marketing it that way, then they know it has a toxic profile on living tissue. Mm. So to market it in such a way that you're going to be inhaling it, particularly for long hours, particularly among vulnerable people, uh, or to ingest it, or to apply it to the skin and not wash it off with copious amounts of water, means that they knew
1: full well that there could be a toxic effect, particularly in vulnerable groups. Um, th- one more question, because we are just about out of time, but the, the really big company involved in this in, in the majority of cases is oxy reket based in the United Kingdom, but it was a merger with a Korean company at almost exactly the same time as these chemicals were apparently added to their product. Uh, can... Can you tell us how this company has been able to continue to be so big? They are responsible for many of the household names that, that we will be buying on a regular basis, yet they seem to be uh, unharmed by this scandal and refuse to take responsibility.
0: Well, this is where you have to keep the pressure up. And this is the history of uh, toxicology, basically, is so that you learn from the ill effects of exposure to uh, substances that are harmful. And uh, in order to uh, bring a case to court, uh, toxic torts, we need to prove cause. And cause is preponderance of the evidence that means more probable than not uh, if the evidence is looked at and considered. Uh, there, are, there are thresholds for getting evidence into court. You need good attorneys uh, who are going to fight for you in this adversarial process. This is the history of uh, toxic towards litigation, and so mm-hmm. it does rely upon uh, toxicology studies and animals and cells, but also upon epidemiologic studies. Mm. So what the Koreans have done, Korean physicians and scientists who have looked at this epidemic, is they have provided a basis for protecting the rest of the world by publishing this information. Now mm-hmm. it moves on to the rit- litigative phase, Uh, I would imagine, by those persons who are directly harmed, uh, and then subsequently, hopefully, eventually will result in regulatory uh, strengthening, including something like what we have here in the United States, the Toxic Substance Control Act.
1: Professor Gassett, thank you very much. It would be good, obviously, to see further legislation come through here. It's great to have you on the line with us.
0: My pleasure, sir. Take
1: care. Professor Thomas H. Gassett from Harvard University, and uh, it's impossible for us to cover all of the angles here. As I said before, there are so many, but this is a tragedy, whichever way you look at it. There does apparently seem to be a need for justice. It's not a resolved case, and Pressure is required of some kind. Would you like to share your thoughts with us? Text us pounder sharp one zero one three for fifty one per message. Uh, you can find us on Kakao Talk by searching TBSEFM via plus friend. Just read through some of the articles, the the tragic loss of life that we've seen, and uh, we'd love to hear from you.